Good day, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to the Number 9 with Tommy podcast, where we're a mere two days from receiving a massive merchandise order. I will wear my podcast gear. I will wear it with such pride. I will wear... I will wear it and rock a rock-hard chub, too hard to even hide. I will get a 7X for honey buns to wear while she fantasizes of gingers deep inside. I'll leave one on Liz's side of the bed, then I'll creep and hide. When she picks it up, I'll jump out and scare her and she'll scream and cry. Tommy and Erica will match in theirs, like Disney gear. That just seems implied. The rocket ship will bear the new window sticker while he pulls the horn for kids. That's a literal statement, not a euphemism. What kind of show do you think this is? Mason will have a hat that he can wear out to some public park. Carissa will see him in it, and that'll ignite another spark. Third baby? The shirts won't cover Dip Dizzy Wizzle's face, so he'll still have to romance Joanne strictly in the dark. Griff will proudly don more gear than we can say, especially since he needs to wear something over that shit from Green Bay. You'll see medical facilities draped with number niner merch from Jersey out to Tucson. My point is, we've got tons of new merch, and Tommy fucking Washington will tell you where you can get you some. Let's go to spreadshirt.com. Look up number nine with Tommy. Tommy, I'm sitting next to you, not listening on the radio with no wind blowing in my hair, and I don't have a fucking clue what you just said. Spreadshirt. Spreadshirt, okay. It's like spreadsheet, but spreadshirt.com. Dot com forward slash number nine with Tommy podcast. Go check it out, man. It's I uh, super so there's pumped. this one specific. I made them special for me, Pat, and that fucking asshole Mason. Fuck you, Mason. That's one. Um, special shirts and hoodies, and then I was like, "Why am I going to hide this?" Yeah, that's what you guys said about the last one. <laughs> Mason and Chris have already started chiming in. Mason said, "No more offspring." Carissa said, "No more babies." Don't put that on us. Well, Mason put it on you. That's how it happened. We'll see what happens when Mason's wearing a number niners hat and you see him in it and you're just like, oh, this motherfucker looking so sexy in that hat. I get it. I, I don't know what your obsession is. With I'm the talking about Mason. the hat, not Mason. Okay, because you also comment on how good Mason looks. Mason's a beautiful man. <sighs> we'll, we'll circle back to that. So I have this one <laughs> specific uh, shirt. And and you can get it in anything if the fucking site would work and upload the images. Um, so I read yeah, that site doesn't them. seem nearly as easy to use as Anchor, which provides you with all of the tools that you need to uh, do a podcast right from your phone or tablet, and they'll even pay you for your art. Dom, go ahead. Yes, absolutely. Anchor.fm. Go download today or use the web browser. Um, but yeah, it's not. The site's not the greatest, but I will tell you this. We have seen some of the merch because uh, the Bearded Gamer had some merch out on there. He still does. You can get merch there. Um, so the quality is decent. I will say that. So that's why we went with this. And it also doesn't tie us up to have thousands of dollars in merch sitting around for you guys to order it. Even though sometimes I think that would be fucking easier. Um, but you guys can go on there. Minimum order. There's no minimum order. Uh, I ordered this stuff on Saturday. I'm getting it in six days. And I ordered 160 items. So I think it's a pretty good fucking turnaround. Um, Mason said, all the spark you want, I'm getting rid of the lighter fluid. Sounds like Mason's going for the old nip tuck. 
Even more beautiful now, fresh cut, Chris has said. Uh, so here's my thing. Pat has said for years that Mason's a very attractive man, and while I believe Carissa thinks so, I have asked other men, because Pat's a man, so I figure let's get other men's opinion on Debatably Mason. Debatably so. And uh, no offense to Mason, I would put myself in the same category. We all just think he's an average-looking dude. He does have a great head of hair. He does have a great head of hair, and he takes the time. You Other than that, he looks like a fucking egg with legs. Uh, Dude, when we make that... <laughs> a Mace McMuffin, if you will. A little teaser for you guys. We're gonna make there's a, a Mason, shirt. There's a Mason shirt coming. With the Bearded Gamer, his logo on it, and it's gonna be an egg with, like, stick figure legs. It's gonna be fucking hilarious. Mason says, I agree, I'm average at best. No. Well, there, right. You heard it from the uh, gift horse the horse's himself. Mouth. Yeah, and, and, yeah. the horse's mouth. You heard it right from the horse's mouth. All right. So, look, our... Uh, anyway, I'm super fucking excited. Um, so, we will have merch if you guys want. I, I got a shitload of stickers and stuff. We would appreciate, I'll call it donations towards the merch. You know what I mean? I, too, am quite excited. We're going to give a lot of it away. You're going to be able to win merchandise because we got to spread the word. But also... If you want to, if you don't want to win it and you want to buy it, let us know. We'll uh, feel free. Yeah, feel free. We'll sell you some. We have shirts from large all the way up to two X. Um, they're all the same shirt. They're very basic to start with. Uh, one, I wanted to check the quality of the shirts, and I didn't want to order hundreds. I wanted to order, you know, a couple dozen. Hey, Austin three sixteen was a basic shirt. Did record numbers. Hey, the NWO black and white put out a normal shirt. Did record fucking numbers. I'm with you, man. I got faith in this basic shirt. Me too. Uh, so we do have that. Also, uh, I sent it out to a lot of you, but if you're not signed up on the email, uh, you may not have gotten it. Um, we're live with the number niners survivor pool and the number niners pick'em league. Um, the fee is five dollars a week for the survivor. Four dollars goes goes towards payouts. One dollar goes towards supporting the podcast. Uh, sur- uh, the survivor pool twenty five dollars. One dollar goes towards uh supporting the podcast, and obviously with the survivor pool, it's a one time fee. Um, once we get, we got about a little less than a dozen people signed up right now. Uh, I think it's nine or ten or something yeah. like that. Like we're on our way. Um, tell your friends, tell your family, anybody can sign up. If you have the link, just share it with them. If not, get them in touch with me or Pat. We'll get them the links. They can sign up. Um, once we, once we're like probably a week or so out i'm gonna post um i want everybody to pay with paypal i think that's gonna be the easiest way at least for me to track the money um you don't pat asked me this i thought i was pretty clear with it in the i got the question from a couple people that's why i asked you i understand but if you read it it says you have to be paid for at least week one in the beginning of the uh pick'em league that being said, if you go five weeks without paying for any weeks, I'm probably just going to shut down your fucking account. Because how the hell do I know if you're going to pay us or not? Like, does that sound fair to you? I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on how well we know the person. If it's fucking Mason and he doesn't pay us for the year, we'll just beat it out of him. It's not really a big deal. Yeah, but if I don't know you, yeah, then I would actually prefer... It's 90 bucks. I would prefer for you to be paid up front. I actually keep getting that question. Can I just pay for the year up front? I'm like, yeah. 
Yeah, that's the there's, easiest there's no way to do it. no downside to that. Yeah, that's the easiest way to do it. You pay up front, then you don't have to worry about it. If you win money, I'll have everybody's PayPal, and that's how we're going to pay it out. Um, so if you don't have a PayPal account, like Patrick, go make one. I have Venmo. I don't want to start up two ways to pay. I want it all to be in one place. It's easier that way. Is that okay with you? No, oh, I don't give a shit either way. All right. Uh, other than that, I think I think that's pretty much everything right now. So spreadshirt.com forward slash number nine with Tommy podcast. If you can't remember that, just go to spreadshirt.com and look up. There's a search bar, number nine with Tommy podcast. I also have a link. If you go to the website, number nine podcast.com, there's a link right there. It says merch store. It'll bring you right to our stuff. There's always a link in the YouTube description. You can click that. And if you're watching a live stream, it will generate throughout the stream. You know what I'm thinking about doing? Putting an automatic generator on the chat for the pick'em leagues. With like NFL updates? No, with like our the link that you need to sign up for our pool. Oh, okay. That'd be pretty okay. cool, huh? Because I noticed that Mason and Chris haven't signed up for you. I'm just saying. Um, that can't be right. I'm sure Mason and Chris have signed up. They did not. I checked right before the show. Well, that's heartbreaking. I know. Uh, you ready to get into some mail time? Wait, hold on. I'm looking to see. Um, okay, so then I go to that. Then I go to. Hey, let me ask you. How did you get rid on. of your previous leagues? I, I didn't look, so that's that's exactly what, dude. I was so fucked up. See, it's still there. Yeah, and I don't know how to delete it, so Me I just either. stay on the number niners one. But then I go. I wanted to look. You're at only who's signed on. up for one of them, by the way. You're I know. I, I've only signed up for this one so far. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, and not. I mean, Dips Foreskins is a uh, a current front runner for uh, best team name. The downside is I already had the CBS Sports app. Because I was in other leagues prior to this, so yeah. I couldn't pick a custom name. Maybe you I can, can change go edit your name. It. Yeah, oh, you I can. can change your name at any time. Yeah, well, prepare yourselves. Okay. Pretty sure the fuck you Masons are going to take the field, field this year. I like it. Uh, all right, you ready for some info? Yeah. Hey, I guess they're right. Senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, can still serve a purpose. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me. Hey, Number Niners, did you see that we're up over 4,500 downloads across all platforms the show is on? Yeah, Tommy. I'm hoping that's going to translate into some serious advertising dollars so we can talk about new gadgets and gizmos like the Manscaped 2.0 and how it leaves your dude piston trimmed up, nice and ready for takeoff. Or the motoblower that doesn't just stroke you like ordinary masturbatory aids. It also creates legit suction and vibration. Whoa! What happened to your golden rule about ads, bro? You mean hashtag no free ads? Yeah, man. Number Niners. We appreciate all the love and support we get from you guys, for sure, but... What would help us even more is if you go to whatever platform you listen to the show on and give us a five-star rating. While you're there, the biggest thing you can do to support the show is to leave a review. It can be short, long, funny, or completely unrelated. Wait, what? My understanding is that it's not what's in the review that counts, it's just that the reviews are getting done. So people can just go on and talk about Tom Cruise's legendary career in cinema and still help us? I mean, yeah, I suppose they could. What's great about it is that it's not a difficult thing to do. I mean, you could just leave a review for the show without even knowing where popcorn comes from. You know what, Pat? Fuck you. That's one. (laughs) Yep, come on. Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me want to wag my tail When it comes, I want to wail Alright, Pat, we got two pieces of mail today I'm actually going to, I'm not going to make you read it I'm going to read the one from Dip Okay 
Uh, he texted Pat and said, we forgot to read it. We did not. Div, I'm sorry. You sent it in after the show on Sunday. So we couldn't do it. Uh, but I will read it. It says, uh, the, the name of it is touched. Um, guys, Tom, I want to say how proud of you that I am. Not sure that holds much water in your world, but again, I am to be able to come on live air for all the world to hear and give some very personal detailed information that I am sure not a lot of people knew about is commendable. Then, oh, my eyes are getting blurry. Then for it to... Hold on, is your eye getting blurry because you're looking at the screen or because you're getting all teared up? I'm getting all teared up, man. I was, You know what, man? I got this email, man, and uh, you, you'll see why. Then for it to be as personal and effective as that, again, touched by the po- uh, your power. I give you a hard time. This time I can't for you to go through that and be the person you are. You should be very proud of yourself. Be very proud. As a victim of a Boy Scout leader, I know the issues it all brings. Good for you. As for Pat, he's just a piece of shit to make face. I think it's supposed to say to make you face your demon. You should kick him in his foreskin. Had to. Big trouble in foreskin town. Foreskin in the furious. Love this game. And it's so much fun to piss Tom off. Have a great day, Dip. Oh uh, my god. Big trouble, little foreskin. Thank you, Dip. <laughs> so I got this email, Dip. Uh I, I wrote Dip a uh, personal email back. Um Yeah, um pretty much what I said Dip was fuck him, right? You I don't say this. Uh I don't think I knew that about Dip. Neither did I. So obviously I I'm not that close with Dip. So good uh, for you as well, Dip, for openly sharing your, uh, you know, your stuff. Yeah. Uh, again, man, uh, I don't, I feel horrible for anybody that, that has gone through something like that. Um, it's not easy. But, uh, again, uh, like I said, Dip, look at where we are today. Fuck him. Um, I personally believe I'm a better person because of it. Well, so. I don't agree with Tommy's choice of wording for how to handle that. I, like, I uh, agree. What, fuck him? Yeah. Well, Dip named his email touched. So valid. <laughs> All right. And uh, this one came in from Griff. You want to read that one? Sure. A. Aaron, ask and you shall receive. So there's a lot of technical mumbo jumbo in his contract, but here's the short version. Rogers's contract. So that's about Aaron Rodgers contract really didn't include any new money for him. In fact, they actually saved Green Bay $10 million this year. What the new contract did was give Rodgers security that he is either in Green Bay through next season or he is able to be traded after this season is over. Green Bay cannot franchise tag him as part of his new deal also. My feeling is we are going to be revisiting this convo in force next spring. Go, Pack, go. So because of the uh, the software that we used to... Uh, yeah, I'm sure those this, were the little clapping emojis. Uh, the one after next spring was a bunch of crying emojis, and the Go Pack Go was a bunch of cheese. Okay. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, so, thanks, Griff, for sh- uh, for working that out. Uh, while we're on this subject, because we did our, our Pick'em League, or we did our picks for the preseason games tomorrow, starting tomorrow, Pat and I are going to be doing a special show Saturday morning instead of Sunday this week. Uh, time is TBD. Pretty much. Yeah, I've not picked the time yet. 
Um, I like sleeping in on Saturday, so we'll see what happens there. But so the show, if you watch it live, will be on Saturday instead of uh, Sunday. And unfortunately for, I believe, Mason, he won't be able to watch. But Carissa, we will be expecting you to be in the chat. We can talk about how beautiful Mason is when he's not there. And probably not going to get that out of me. Anything else you want to add to Mailline? I'm ready to go to memes. All right, let's do it. It's me, Versace. Whoops, somebody shot me. And I was just checking the mail. Get it? Checking the mail. All right, so Pat sent in some memes for the show. Uh... Which one you got first there, Pat? Uh, the first one I have a gentleman pulled over at a routine traffic stop. The police officer says, show me your ID. And the gentleman's response is, I don't have ID. I'm on my way to vote. Classic. I uh, Classic Tom and Pat right there. So I have often referenced memes as the new... Um, the new funny pages, right, in the, in the newspaper. Hold on, I just want to stop you real quick. He said, maybe I should call out Saturday just so I can watch. You know how much number nine means to me. Mason. Oh, uh, I think it's a great idea. Me too, considering you have not watched a Sunday stream in about a month. Do it. So, no balls. You won't do it. Anyway, wow. keep going. Open challenge issue. Hey, Mason, also, fuck you. That's two. Uh, yeah, so the funny pages, the, you know, Family Circus and Garfield and all those things have really been, like, on the f- the the forefront of political commentary and political comedy for a long time. And then you ended up with, you know, like, the, the everybody watching television all the fucking time, and you've got SNL doing it, and kind of just everybody that is in comedy is using current events. I fucking love that memes have taken over the place of funny pages. Like, I don't get the newspaper and open it up and read the comic strips, but I don't have to. I do it on fucking Facebook or the Chive or Instagram, wherever you your still memes use are the available. Chive, dude? I love the Chive. I cannot believe that you actually still have the Chive. I haven't heard something. Talk- You're the only person I know that talks about the Chive. Chive on. Fucking hipster. Uh, we're going to skip that meme for now, Pat, because you forgot about this one. No, oh, yeah, I mailed. Yeah, this is classic. Absolutely classic. This actually runs in with our entire show today. Yes. This is a picture of what looks like a triple cheeseburger. It looks fucking delicious. It looks amazing. And to that point, a woman sues McDonald's after she saw an advert for cheeseburgers and broke her fast for Lent. That's right. A woman sues McDonald's after a burger made her, who is an Orthodox Christian from Russia, she said seeing McDonald's adverts made her break her fast from Lent. She was attempting to stay away. I'm guessing it, that it says from either fast food or from beef. The article cut off there. Um, fucking classic. Yeah. I think McDonald's should wear that like a badge of honor. I think they should use that for their next advert. Fucking Europeans. Um, <laughs> it's advertisement. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why you're upset about that. Just like, I, you know, because they talk about how weird our slang is. Like, you're just shortening words to create slang. That's less great. Well, why did you just say ad? But but listen, if a rapper says, like, he got bent, you know, like, meaning the alcohol had him not standing up straight, I get that. Like, that's a pretty good slang word. I, I can appreciate where that comes from. You can't get advert? Oh, I get it. I don't appreciate where it comes from. All you did was cut the fucking second half of the word off and then call Americans lazy. Who's lazy now? You're well, up. it's because we call them ads. I don't. I call them advertisements every time. Do you? I don't know. No, you don't. You know what? Then fuck them for not for half-assing their fucking laziness. Fuck you, Europe. That's one. Oh my god, we're gonna make that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Europe. 
All right, this... Oh, wow, I don't even remember this one. Uh, this one says, I'll wear a mask to protect you, so you need to wear one to protect me. That's a quote. And then the response How about is... you wear the blue... Or you read the dark blue, I'll read the stuff underneath it. I really feel like we should switch roles, but okay. Okay, okay, okay. I wear a mask to protect you, so you need to wear a mask to protect me. That's so nice of you, truly. Then... If we're on the topic of protecting each other, that's why I carry a firearm. To protect you, if something went down. Do you carry a gun to protect me? Well, no. Why not? Because it's a gun. I don't want to. Ah, so then you understand the power of choice, I see. As well as personal freedoms? Well, I don't want a gun because... It doesn't matter. If you could protect me, you should do it, right? And I carry because my own safety is my responsibility. I would never expect someone else to keep me safe. Do you see how stupid you sound now? Oh, I do remember that now, that we've read through it. I sent that about a week ago. I don't know. You sent it after the podcast on Sunday. Actually. Yeah, okay, there you go. So, uh, yeah, that's great, man. I like it. That's a good one. I think this one here is your next one. I just put it, because I wouldn't really consider it. This is why meme. we keep it to two memes, and now we're four memed up. Well, but, listen, you send shit into the show. Then you get mad that I don't put them in the show. So I'm trying to create and a backlog so that I can just take Listen, them and now, drop them. Are you going to tell them really what happened? Are you really going to tell them what happened? Yeah, what happened was I emailed some in, and then I didn't use those ones. I went st straight to my photos because I had taken a bunch And why didn't you know that you sent those in? Oh, well, that is because... Hold on. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat for this. Fuck you, Mason. That's three. Because Mason somehow changed the password Mason on Mason did fucking... not change it. I... So this is what happened. Last week, Mason's computer went poo-poo. Okay, so Mason was at home fixing it and was getting his bearded gamer stuff up and running on OBS. It needed to get into a certain account and used our email to do so. So when I got an email said, hey, somebody's logged into your thing from, from here. I asked Patrick to see if he was logging in. And he said no. Well, at the time, I'm thinking to myself, well, the only two motherfuckers using that is me and Pat, so I'm going to change the password. So I changed the password, then fucking fuck you, Mason, texted me, he was like, that's four. Hey, I need those, uh, those confirmation codes that came to the email. Why can't I get in? Well, dum-dum, if you would have told me that you were using it, I wouldn't have changed the password. The real kicker here is that I also don't understand technology, so when you told me I had to update uh, Google Docs, I did. So that oh, but you don't understand so that was changed. all of Google. Yeah, so then I go to check my the Gmail for the show, so I can drop things. Yeah, into like the... people are telling Pat, oh, I emailed in the show, and they're like, no, you didn't. Yeah, I'm like, there's no new fucking emails. Tommy moves a lot of shit around, but I don't see it anywhere. <laughs> nope, that's because I wasn't getting the fucking emails because I somehow was magically logged out because of Mason's dick ass. Mason did say Pat truly kept calm and chived on. Valid. Twenty years later, uh, he also said, "Would that be too? Would that?" Would that to Europe technically be too? The first fuck you Europe being July 4th, 1976. Classic. <laughs> That's the front of the shirt. I like that. So the next meme. Fuck you Europe, July 4th, 1976. <laughs> and on the back. Uh, That's two. And <laughs> I ran a fucking date. I like it. And number two for saying advert. Yeah. 
so this is a story that somebody uh, posted. I'm going to say it was on my Facebook, I believe, um, about Robin Williams. So it says, as a kid, I was one of 10 winners for a sweepstakes to be pen pals with Robin for a year. Can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. Did you put the red lines underneath all no, this sir. shit? No, sir. Okay. Just want to make sure. Thank you. I was stoked and was like nine or 10 years old. My brother and sister told me it probably wasn't going to be him, just a publicist or an intern. I didn't care. My family went to Disney that summer, and I wrote a letter while in the car, and I was determined to give it to the genie because I was convinced he was playing him all the time in costume and wanted to hand deliver at least one. Well, of all coincidences in the world, Robin actually was there signing autographs. I was ecstatic, literally jumping for joy as I'm in line. We get to him, and I'm rambling, telling him how I was a winner and about the letter and yada yada, and he just goes, Kyle? With a massive grin, and he opens his coat and pulls out my letter from a month prior that was with a few others. Apparently, he kept all of our letters on him while on the road to help cheer himself up, which devastates me now thinking about what that meant. When he died, I cried into my wife's arms for a full hour. I felt I really lost a true friend that got me through so much growing up. I miss you, Robin, every day. I fucking love that story. Crazy. Crazy, yeah. Crazy that that nine-year-old meant something to that superstar. I mean, you're talking the, the Aladdin era? This dude's one of the most popular comedians in the world. He's not even a comedian at this point. He's... He's transcended past comedy. He's a very funny actor. He's a comedian. He's everything. We're all just people, man. Yeah. At the end of the day, Robin Williams, just another human being. Uh, yesterday, seven years. But... Oh, that must be why that person posted it. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I saw another meme today. R.I.P. R.Dub. Uh, Chris is actually the one that said it. I, I didn't, to be honest with you, I can't believe it's already been seven years. Yeah, it feels like it happened yesterday. Yeah, it seems like very recent. Uh, very sad, man. Could you, like, I, I like thinking about uh, superstars and what they would have done. With it. Like, Keith Ledger, right? Like, what movies would he have done if he was still alive? Sure, 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 sure. Like, yeah, which which roles would he have chosen? Yeah. Or gone, you know, because they don't always choose the roles. Sure. Well, I mean, you I mean, can't force them to play in a movie. They, you know. He also has an audition to play in a movie. I don't think a lot of actors are at that level. You're not auditioning. They're writing roles with you in mind. Sure. I don't know. Maybe. No, I'm being serious. What movie do you think will be in? Uh, I think it'll be called The Number Nine. I like that. It'd be cooler if it was called The Number Nine and then subtitled Fuck You, Mason. <laughs> I don't think we could get away with it. And we're getting just further the, away from it, not closer. Just the whole time, the subtitles read Fuck You, Mason every time. Oh we my talk. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, what are you getting at the fast food restaurant? And it just comes up and it's like, he said, fuck you, Mason. <laughs> uh, deaf people would hate that fucking movie. Yep. Facts. So, Tom, I have a story. It was on one of my podcasts, and it was, I hear a lot of these stories, and this one tied in to some things that we've talked about over the years. Uh, very close to you, I'm sure. Over the 95 podcasts. Um, so, Which one did you said over the years? Yeah. Has been years. We have talked about things over the years. We have podcasted for <laughs> just over a year. Um, no, so this this uh, the person in question. His name is Ian Manuel. It's 1991. He's 13 years old. Ian's hanging out with three older kids, and for whatever reason, the kids, being kids, being little dipshits down in Florida, decide they're going to stick somebody up. One of them has a gun. 
And they're kind of playing hot potato with the gun. They don't know who's going to hold the gun during the stick up, right? Ian's the youngest and the smallest. So they're like, listen, you're carrying the fucking gun. That's how it's going to go. So they decide it doesn't matter. The next person we see is getting robbed. So they kind of just jump in front of the person. Ian puts the guns in the, wo- the gun in the woman's face. She's with a male friend of hers. And she screams and he pulls the trigger. This puts a bullet through her jaw, her teeth, and her tongue comes out the other side of her mouth. All kinds of, she got 40 reconstructive surgeries to look, you know, normal again after this. He also, uh, both of them obviously started running, the two (laughs) being robbed, and he fired a a couple shots at each one of them. Um, So that's where we're at. That's the story. In 1991... I wish you couldn't see what you can see, because I was going to ask you who this quote was from. But fuck it, I'm going to give it away. In 1991, Biden is a senator. Joe Biden. President Biden is a senator. And he is giving a speech, basically explaining that we need more arrests and harsher punishments. And that Bush Sr.'s plan doesn't quote, I'm quoting Joe Biden. Doesn't include enough police officers to catch the violent thugs, not enough prosecutors to convict them, and not enough judges to sentence them, and not enough prison cells to put them put them away for a long time. That's Biden, who now wants to defund the police. I'm just saying, quite the heel turn from Joe Biden, one way or the other. Was it a heel turn now? I don't know. Well, maybe it was it a baby seems face. Like he turn. went baby face now. Okay, that works. So he doesn't remember saying this though. So, but this is <laughs> this is the time, right? This is the era where we're trying to be harsher on crimes, especially violent this crimes. This is when the Democrats were really pushing uh, the war on drugs. Yep, war on uh, drugs was a big part of it. Pushing longer sentences for for African, violent crimes for violent crimes, African Americans. Yeah, I mean that was mainly a Democrat thing. That was valid. That statement. So the victim, her name is Debbie. uh, She wished for rehabilitation over prosecution. So she did not go into the courtroom and say, I want this fucking kid put away for life. She actually planned on not speaking in court because she didn't think she had anything to contribute. Um, So the kid at 14, now he's just turned 14. We're less than a month from his 14th birthday. Uh, The judge says to uh, him, there's four charges. Two attempted murders, because he took shots at each person, and attempted armed robbery, because the uh, the man was who they were saying they attempted to rob, and the woman was a full-blooded attempted, uh, was a full-blooded armed robbery charge. So the judge sentenced, sentenced this 14-year-old, who committed the crime at 13. Uh, now, there's, there's this big window, right, that judges can use. Yeah, definitely. So there's a lot that he can do. The The law that is in place uh, federally is that you cannot sentence someone under 17 years old to death. So that's the only thing that's off the table. So the judge sentences this 14-year-old to, uh, for, the, for the first case of attempted murder, life in prison. For the first case of armed robbery, life in prison. That's right, armed robbery. Life in prison for a 14-year-old. Attempted armed robbery, 15 years. Attempted murder, 
life in prison and life on probation in case, quote, from the judge, they ever decide to release you. So he has completely taken the rest of this person's life away from them. In prison, this kid spends the next uh, good bit of time having phone calls and writing letters with the victim, victim on a consistent basis. There's an organization that comes around, and the organization is basically fighting against the death penalty, but they're also fighting against children being tried as adults. Um, they were around before this kid started, but not much, much before. But they've got the ball rolling. They've got steam. So... He's spent a total of 26 years in prison, 18 of which were in solitary confinement. So they put him in solitary confinement immediately and said that there's, there's a 500% greater risk for a child to be uh, sexually assaulted in prison than for an adult. So they said, fuck it, he's 14. They put him in solitary confinement until he was 18 so that he wouldn't get raped, basically. Um... And then he got out at 18 and went, well, wait a second. I've had actual freedom for the last four years. Like, in that cell, by myself, I was free as far as, like, he's, do he's done. He's going to spend the rest of his life in jail. So why the fuck would he want to go spend his time with all those other people who are a threat to him? So he would constantly do things to get put back in sol solitary. So that's how he ends up spending 18 of his 26 years in solitary confinement. There's a study done in 2014 that shows that every single person aged 13 to 14 sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole in American history, every single one of them has been a person of color. Okay, so I don't like that statistic. Why is that? Because why is it only age 13 to 14? What so that to me, and listen, I had no basis to back this up, but me reading that, <laughs> well, no, but hear it's, me out. It's a good start. No, but, like, I have no concrete evidence of right. this, right? But me reading that with an open mind says, what about the kids that are 15 that are sentenced to life in prison? What about the people who are 12 and sentenced to life in prison? You know, 16, 17, all these underage kids that were, like, that's a very small window of kids to well, say. True, unless you're one of the 13 or 14-year-old black kids that could sentence to life in prison without the possibility of parole yeah but it's it, it's it's a made-up number because you should say if it was every single person 17 and younger that was sentenced to life in prison was a person of color now that's a statistic that i can get behind this little narrow thing like they just happen to be 13 or 14 well you're going okay so little narrow thing 13 and 14 year olds in the history of America. That's not a narrow window, bro. That's a okay, big so fucking window. Okay, so if he was 15, he wouldn't got sentenced to life in prison. That's what I that that's what you're saying. I'm not saying it's that, Well, right. no, it doesn't say no 15 year old black kid has ever been sentenced to life but in prison. But that's my point. That's my point. Just L because they Listen, I'm giving you the stats I have. I I didn't I dig understand. into that. I'm not trying I'm just voicing my opinion. That's a very arbitrary stat. It's a weird stat to put in there. I don't know, man. That's I it feel fits like that's the a... agenda of this article. That's what it does. Well, there's not an article. Well, wherever is... the fuck you found this. Oh, uh, in that podcast. Thank you said you. that earlier. Again, this is a podcast. Yeah, I remember. But I'm just saying that's a very odd stat to say. I'll dig deeper. I won't, but I'll say I'll I know, dig deeper. You will. You, you will, just like you dug deep into the Sweden thing that I really want to talk about. No, but I'll here dig we deeper are into the talking face. about all the things that Pat wants to talk about. We can talk about and Sweden. I tried to multiple times. Said it multiple times on the show. Anyway, keep going with your thing. 
All right, Slammy McSlammerson. Sorry, got a little upset there. He's a fucking gorilla. Got a little upset. Broke my fucking tape. Uh, he was released in 2017 when federal courts declared that children sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole was a bit too harsh. Upon his release, his first meal, he went out for pizza with the advocate that freed him and his victim. So, this guy. Did his advocate free him or the federal courts declared that? His advocate went to court to get him out of prison. They de- they declared, right, that it was unlawful to prosecute a child in a way that would keep them in jail forever. So then he went and said, okay, well, this kid needs to be resentenced, and I'm saying his resentencing should be he's paid enough fucking time. Okay. So the lawyer, I'm sure, played a pretty damn, the advocate, lawyer, whatever, played a pretty important role in this kid's freedom. Well... I mean, he got out at fucking 40, so this guy's freedom. He's 44 now. I gotta tell you. Like, hearing him talk, he seems pretty well educated. He seems extremely positive. Seems like a really nice guy. Got a lot of time to reflect. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of time to think about what he did. Uh, Their first phone call, it was crazy hearing him talk about their first phone call. So he called, of course, Collect, because he's calling from prison. It's the day before Christmas, the year that he's put in prison, and he gets a phone call. He gets 15 minutes, so who's he going to call? Not his mom, not his grandma. He calls this woman that he shot in the fucking face, and it's, you know, it's like, hey, you have a collect call, and it's from Ian to Debbie. That's all she hears. And so he can hear her getting that, and her response is, can you find out his last name? And so they're like, what's your last name? And he tells her. Um, So then she's like, yes, I accept the charges. And he's like, before you hang up the phone, I just want to tell you how sorry I was. And she's like, okay, first off, I'm not going to hang up on you. Second, why'd you shoot me in the fucking face? And he's like, I got to tell you, I don't really know what happened. Like, we were talking about it. The four of us were talking about doing this thing. And nobody wanted to do it. That's how I ended up with the gun, because I was the little one. So we were all uncomfortable with the idea of doing it. But none of us were going to back down because there were four of us, right? So nobody can be like the punk. So then I put the gun in your face and you screamed and you screamed so loud that I just pulled the trigger. Like I didn't know how else to react. And when I was listening to it, I was like, that's a fucking legit answer, man. It doesn't explain why he shot several more times. Maybe that was out of panic as well. But imagine being a fucking 13-year-old kid, putting yourself in this stupid-ass situation. Somebody fucking screams, and your immediate thought is, fuck, we're going to get caught. Well, and to that point, like, you see all these these police officers that end up shooting somebody. Sure. And they fire an entire magazine into them. Sure. It's probably the same exact reaction. Yeah. I don't really have a second choice here. Well, yeah, and I've already, like... Like, I've already fired my weapon. I'm... Like, you know what I mean? You're caught in that moment, like, oh, fuck, and just start spraying the fucking trigger. Right, well, and they're trained. I mean, you know, you pull, you keep pulling. Yeah. Um, Even if they're running away from me. By the way, Blue Justice got back to me. You're not going to like what he had to say. About what? Remember the case that we covered where there was a uh, suicide, possible suicide guy with a gun to his head, two cops already on the scene, third cop shows up and kills the guy? Yeah, he... He didn't like our response to it. No, no, he was fine with our response to it. No, remember I said said he was going to dig deeper and try to find out more about it? Yeah. He shot him in the face with a shotgun. 
So <laughs> it's really a game changer in the course of things. Is it? Yeah. I mean, how is it any different? It's a pistol. One, he got close enough to shoot him with a shotgun. I could fucking shoot a shotgun from wherever the fuck it went. Did it have slugs in it? I don't know. I just know he shot him in the fucking face with a shotgun. But if that's what he had responding to the thing, like, you know, what was he do? Drop the shotgun and pull his fucking pistol out? I mean, eh. I don't know. When I think it of it. It doesn't change my. Like, when I pictured this to begin with, he's back by the car shooting, like, into, like, maybe the doorway. You're right. The guy sitting at the door. I don't know how you pictured it. I figured him in a room about this size with a fucking. Oh, gun. no. I have them. I have the cops outside the house. I but do. they're inside the house. I'm just saying, in my head. And then I have this guy, maybe, like, now that I have this piece of information from Blue Justice, I see this guy, like, sneaking around the fucking house and just blasting this motherfucker on the side like of his face. I that would have been in the article. I don't know. Because it's a very big piece. Blue Justice, you loyal number nine are you. I need more. You've I given me why. some more. I, I want to know why you haven't signed up for the football league yet, but that's just me. Yeah, Blue Justice. Why? Are you, and you better sign up as Blue Justice or people are going to know who the fuck you are. You really don't think that that's a fucking... A weird statistic to put in this thing? No, I think it's an important statistic because... But it's... Uh, okay, if this kid was 15, okay, in 1991, it doesn't make it. You know what, what I mean? What we're talking about is a concrete statistic. We're saying zero people, 13 and 14. It's not saying, by the way, proportionately it falls What I want to know completely. is how many people... Okay. It, it, like, but if it's six people in the life in in the whole history of the United States, is it really that that big of a statistic? It makes it seem like it's bigger than it is. Well, it also okay to to the flip side of that coin is if they say, well, there have been four fifteen year olds that were white. Is that to four hundred or is that to fourteen? That's what I'm saying. The statistic in itself, right? Without numbers, to me doesn't seem like it's should like they should be saying it because at this point the only way i know that i could get this information and it's going to be a motherfucker so i'm going to have to re-listen to the podcast find out what the group the advocacy group was write them and ask them where they got that statistic well, well we can do research of how many kids yeah, but what are you going to fucking Google? You're going to Google, you know what I mean? Like, that's a pretty complex well, Google. Listen, I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you, right? Like, right. we're not going to find the answer to this. We could if we go to the advocacy group. Advocacy group. Yeah, but then who did they get? Like, you know, like, the only way I would trust the, the statistics. Well, they might have the statistics, though, because that study was from 2014. And it sounds like that's the most recent one, because this podcast was from fucking last week. So maybe there isn't a new... No, I'm with you, but what I'm saying is, like, when it comes to a lot of these, I don't trust, like, we did our own statistics, like, we did the numbers on what we could find on COVID. Remember when we did that? Yeah, yeah. Okay? I trust those statistics, and they're different than what was in the news. That'd be like them saying, if you're 88 to 89 years old, 100% of 88-year-olds and 89-year-olds died from COVID. Who got it? I think that's a pretty daunting statistic, bro. But if you're 90, you're fine. If you're well, 87, you're fine. No, again, like, if, that's it's, what I'm if, saying. It's, it's, if it's only 90% of the 91-year-olds, 90 then that you can't use that in the statistic. You know I, what I mean? I get what you're saying. I get saying. what you're saying. You want, you want a follow-up statistic that's like 13 and 14-year-olds, blah, but also in this group of, I don't know, 6 to 16-year-olds, it was only 94% black. And I'm saying I'm not sure that that 
amount of follow through is necessary. The fact that there's zero. But I'm just saying it's only, listen. Absolutely. I don't need a statistic to tell me that a majority of kids that are under the age of 16, even 16, we'll say, that are sentenced to longer prison sentences are most likely black, especially if they were sentenced in the 90s. Truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need a statistic for that. What I'm saying is this statistic that they put on this podcast, to me, has no, like, no water. It, they're, okay. okay, it carries no weight. Yeah, it, car- it carries no weight. It, but that's my problem with our culture, I guess, is that people hear that and they're going to put it on a Facebook meme and say, uh, black kids, you're 13 or 14, you're going to prison for life. Do you feel like it was a fair sentence? No. Why don't you feel like it was a... Okay, if he was 20, would it have been a fair sentence? If he was 20 and the statistic was only 20-year-olds? No, 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 not, nothing to do with the statistic. Fuck the statistic. The sentence. So this judge gave him no, do three I think the, life sentences and a 15-year sentence do, and Do I life, agree with the sentence? Absolutely right. not. Okay. Is that because of his age? Yes. Or if a 25-year-old did this, you still wouldn't agree with the sentence? Even if a 25-year-old did, I wouldn't agree with the sentence. See, I don't know. If, if you're 25 and you put a gun in somebody's face and pull the fucking trigger and then you repeatedly shoot at people, I'm going to go ahead and say you probably should never get out of jail. Well, but well. So you... You don't think there's a difference between a 13-year-old and a 25-year-old committing this crime? I do. But do I think the the, sen- the sentence for armed robbery... Being life not, in prison? Being life in prison, no matter how old you are, so is fucked. a little extensive. Now, attempted murder? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? I also think that the circumstances behind attempted murder, because you can get attempted murder, like, for shooting somebody in the leg... And I don't think that, like, if you intentionally shoot somebody in the leg, I do not think you should invariably be charged with attempted murder. Mason said, I'm going to go on the tilt-a-whirl and then get a funnel cake. That is a quote. The only fair sentence you will hear. Ah, I get it. That's a, get it? Because <laughs> it's a fair sentence. Mason. I like it, Mason. Fuck you, Mason. <sighs> You're racking them up today. All right, let's get into this other stuff. Hey, I guess they're right. Senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, can still serve a purpose. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me. Hey there, number niners. The term video game addiction is defined as a compulsive or uncontrolled use of video games in a way that causes problems in other areas of a person's life. If you feel that you or someone you know is suffering from video game addiction, tell them to stay the fuck out of the chat on twitch.tv forward slash number nine gaming and twitch.tv forward slash number nine media where the bearded gamer and chunk dizzle are dropping bodies on all the best games like seven days to die or setting up heists on gta and claiming victories in warzone this channel is not suggested for gaming addicts children adults bleeding heart liberals snowflakes vaxxers anti-vaxxers anyone pro-choice pro-life people supporting that any lives matter at all whatsoever blondes brunettes people with a history of heart conditions memory loss advanced delusionary schizophrenia with involuntary narcissistic rage erections lasting longer than four hours diarrhea severe allergies pet allergies crashes covid 69 or karen's <laughs> all right so last week i got a text message from or not last week earlier this week got a text message from griff we were talking about some things about the podcast and stuff dog. and uh he asked us to cover this story all right, and it's, I don't know if you guys are a baseball fan. I didn't hear about this. 
I also don't watch a lot of ESPN or anything like that. I don't follow a lot of sports except for football, which I only follow when they're playing. By the way, if you're interested in football, you can join the number nine with Tommy football pick'em league for five dollars a week. Uh, also, there's a number nine with Tommy survivor pool that's twenty five dollars one time and lasts the entire season if you're good enough. Pretty much, or until everybody else fails. Uh, so the headline that I found was Colorado Rockies a fan shouted mascot digger dinger didn't yell racial slur at Miami's Marlins Lewis Brinson. So. I'll just recap real, real yeah, quick. Add some context here. Yeah. Okay. So it first came out that there was a fan at the Rockies game yelling at the guy from the Marlins a bad word, a racial slur, yelling at him okay. in the outfield. Okay. Then they go back and they review the tapes, and the guy is actually yelling "dinger," which is the Rockies mascot's name. For anybody unfamiliar with baseball terminology, a dinger is a home run. He hit a dinger means he hit a home run. Their mascot is named after the slang term for home run. So, I think Griff wanted us to talk about this because of the quote-unquote woke world that we live in that automatically, because this outfielder was an African-American, Somebody misheard him. I fucking hate the term African American. I gotta tell you, huh? I said it's a fish of another color, but I hate it. Oh, listen, I'm with you. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like. You know what they are? They're fucking Americans. Americans. Correct. I don't like African American. I don't like when people are like, "Oh, I'm I'm Irish." No, motherfucker, you're not. Yeah, you're fucking white. And this is my this is my response to that. And I came up with it. I think last week. Are you ready? So, Tom, hit me with uh, something inaccurate about where you, wh- what you are. I'm an American pet. Hit me with something inaccurate about what you are, bud. Oh, uh, I'm black. I'm an African-American. You're an African-American? Okay. What was the grocery store you shopped at when you were a kid in Africa? Oh, I've never been to Africa, pet. Okay, so then you're not a fucking African-American. You're a goddamn American. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I'm with you, dude. I'm oh, 100%. I'm Italian, yeah? What was the name of the fucking market your mom was shopping at, kiddo? Because you're not fucking Italian. No, well, no, I, their heritage is Italian. Correct. Yeah, my great-grandfather was Italian. Sure. Well, but they're Good also not them. calling themselves Italian. Like, when somebody says I'm Irish, they are Irish, but they're not saying I'm, a, I'm an Irish-American. What makes you Irish? Where your family hails from, your ancestry. Just think- like that makes them... I, I don't agree with that at all. You don't agree with that at all? No. Well, listen, hey, I don't hey, think you here's got, you got a gay uncle, right? I think right? it's super you Yeah, but that's not as, that that's not your ethnicity. No, but you don't identify as gay because your uncle is gay. I also don't identify what? But you do identify as whatever we're Irish talking about because eth- your great grandfather was. We're talking was? about ethnicity. I know, I get that. It's, but we're you're, not comparing you're taking apples this and apples. thing and saying it works with ethnicity, but, listen, but nothing else. Can I fucking tell you something? Yeah, go ahead. Can I finish talking? Yeah. And you're going to agree with me by the time I'm done talking. Okay. I agree with you that because we don't, I do not call myself an Irish American. You do not call yourself an Irish American, right? Correct. Calling black people an African American racist is fucking racist. Racist. I truly believe it's racist because you're putting an emphasis on. Well, they're from Africa. This well, no, is, the fuck they ain't. They were born in the fucking Bronx. This is very, very typical, actually, to me. White racists who say, okay, I'm not allowed to say the N-word, or I'm not allowed to say um, 
black. So I'm going to say something politically correct. African-American. No. Stop up. using words that segregate the 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 fucking the Americans from, from the fucking of, Americans. Yeah, the, God damn it, they're American. I'm with you, bro. This is uh, this must be what Ricky Bobby's fucking father well, what's felt funny, like. Dude, is it like, dude, it doesn't because that is the quote unquote political correct thing to say is African American, and like. I want to get a group of like black people together and ask them how they feel. like. Wouldn't you rather just be called American? Yeah, I. So this is right up there with like the the funny ones, right? Like when people call little people vertically challenged, <laughs> like they they're not actually called vertically challenged. Well, they're called midgets. They're not also Jesus. <laughs> they're also not called midgets. No, um, we're supposed to call them little people. You know what? Do they have midget league f- football still, or is that know, gone? Man. Dude, you know what I'm talking about? Dude, T Dog today yeah. sends me this fucking thing. I don't know which T Dog you mean. I assume the one I'm thinking of. The one that works for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He sends me this fucking video today and it's of a midget slap fight. Like, you ever see the big. Oh, big yeah, guys? I'm with you. I'm so. I've and got a perfect visual. I've got, pick, I've got outfits picked out. And it's this. The, one of them was kind of beefy, right? One of them was kind of big. In my head, they both were. And the other one was smaller. And the smaller one slaps the bigger one in the face, dude, and it fucking That's it. That's all it was. And I'm like, I look at him like, are you fucking crazy? And at first I'm like, this isn't that funny. But then to see his reaction and the the uh the joy that he got out of this video <laughs> and watching me watch this video, I was in fucking tears. It That's was fucking excellent. hilarious. Anyway, uh back to what I was saying. So anyway, yeah, I think it's just so. Then also, Griff sent me a. Uh, it's a local company here in Connecticut. It's called SK Lavery. 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 Whatever. It's how you pronounce the A, I guess. Um, and their name used to be S Lavery. Um, I don't. I couldn't find what year they changed it to SK. But this company goes back to like the early 1900s. They're uh, an appliance store. They sell dishwashers, washers, dryers, whatever. The guy who started the business, his name was Samuel Lavery. Lavery, whatever. Um, but I, it's just all part of the... They had to add that K in there, because if not, it's slavery. Yeah, yeah. Like, And this is named after a guy. That's I mean, his name. I will say, if you're driving down the road, and you see a big capital S, big capital L, Avery, on the side of a van. Your first thought is going to be like, that fucking van said slavery. <laughs> oh, no, there's a period. Never mind. <laughs> like, it's not the greatest image in the world. Good for them for changing it but, before it came up. To be honest with you, how much attention does that draw? Nobody's looking at a truck that says SK Lavery. Uh, Everybody's looking at that truck saying... Holy fuck, that truck just says slavery. And then you're going to go find out what the company is. And then you're going to go buy a washer and dishwasher. If you're a normal fucking person and not boycotting them because of the the originator's name. You know what I mean? The founder. Yeah, I'm with you. The founder. Yeah, that's where we're at, man. Washington football team. All right, we'll cover this story real quick, too. Cuomo, this was on, uh, this happened yesterday, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so Cuomo... So Tuesday for you, for those of you listening Thursday morning, uh, he announced his resignation. Now, did you watch his press conference? No, Tom. I so, don't have that much time to sleep. 
Because oh, that's good. exactly what I would sleep through the whole fucking So day. I heard him on the news, and I just thought he was spewing about something. And then somebody said, holy shit, he, he stepped down. And I turned around, and I saw the headline. I was like, oh, fuck. So uh, I did hear a clip from it this morning, and it said, my job as a person in politics is to serve you, the people. And that's why I'm stepping down. Is because it's the right thing to do for the people, not because I did anything wrong. But because of the turmoil and the false ac- accusations against me, it's just going to cause a lot of interruptions and I can't really do my job. Is basically what it came down to. Um, so I'm not going to read this article. We all know what happened. Well, hold on, because there is... I can't find the fucking article because you move emails around like a douche. Um, but... It's in... Oh, I deleted it. Oh, perfect. So, uh, in that article there, it goes on to explain that Cuomo's still going to face an impeachment trial, more likely than not, and that he is never going to be in politics again. Now, I don't think he stood a chance ever getting back Dude, in. They're calling for his brother to step down now, too, because his brother gave him legal advice, and he works for CNN. So his brother acted like a brother, and they're against that? Uh, it, there's something, because his brother's in politics, his brother's in the media, there's some sort of... Coercion? Uh, yeah, that you can't do that. Sure. Because um, his brother's actually a lawyer. Here's the thing. This guy you... is stepping out of the spotlight to save his own ass, thinking maybe... And I don't know why, because he hasn't tried to put out the fire to this point. He actually made a Greatest Hits video and threw lighter fluid onto it. I know. But now he's like, holy fuck, this is real. I, you know, I'm I'm never going to work in politics again if I don't back the fuck down. So now he's trying, and he's getting called out for it. Let us not forget, he's a fucking murderer, and none of this fucking matters, because he murders people. By the way, he also is... What do you per- think is worse, a murderer or a rapist? Uh, in my opinion, a rapist, because at least with a murderer, um, you end the suffering, right? A rapist, you, you're you leaving yeah, that person to live with that. So that's what he did. So technically, he should pay more for this instead of murdering people, in your eyes. I don't know. He murdered a lot of people. He only sexually assaulted 11. Oh, so now because it's the amount of well, people? Yeah, you're tilting the scale. I mean, you're talking about murdering a lot of innocent, defenseless people. He did technically murder them he made a bad call by that logic hitler never technically murdered anybody i'm sure he was at some of the camps where he lit him off you you think he was flipping switches (laughs) yes um so and laughing (laughs) in that article it goes on to say that uh there's a very real possibility that he's still going to face criminal charges for the way he handled the pandemic i was super duper excited to hear that as i'm reading through the article i got fucking half hard Seeing that part of it, just like, yes, motherfucker. Do you know what I said? What's that? Which is kind of crazy, because I had a customer in front of me, and I said, I can't believe this motherfucker stepped down. I would have died on that hill. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You plant your feet in fucking cement. Yeah. You've denied it all this fucking time, and, and now you've taken that fucking stance. And all of a sudden, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I better step down. Oh, what's best for New York? What's best sleepy. for New York is murdering off the elderly and touching all the women. Good for you. When did you start worrying about fucking New York? Yeah, and because fucking Sleepy Joe came out and said you should step down? I mean, come on, dude. Get your life together. Anyway, so that's the end of that. Sayonara, fucker. You ready to get into the memes? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I can't believe it. We live in the craziest fucking time ever. Yeah, they were the, you, you always see that thing about, like, people born between 85 and 95 are the greatest fucking 
or the luckiest generation because we had outside, we had inside, we had the birth of technology, we had fucking television, blah, 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 blah. Well, who would have stayed well, that we're, way? we're really either setting up to go from best to worst, or they're going to be like, listen, them motherfuckers born from 95 to 05 were the shittiest generation. Them motherfuckers couldn't fucking go to school without masks on. They, they had well, all kinds more, of crazy shit it, going on. It's fucking wild, bro. Uh, so I had a customer in today, and I, I don't even know how it brought. Oh, you know what it was? He fucked up the last time he was in the store. It was something simple, right? And I made a joke with him about something. And he goes, no, man. I took accountability for what I did. Because I was like, oh, I would have blamed that on one of my guys here. Right? Like, yeah. somebody, like he forgot the reel for something. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, I just would have blamed, blamed the guy that checked me out. Or something, yeah. You know? And uh, he's like, no, fuck that. I fucked up. I took accountability. That's the problem with people today is you don't take accountability. And I'm like, preach, motherfucker. Preach. I'm with you. <laughs> like, that is the problem. When people don't take accountability for what they fucking do, and they always have a fucking excuse of why it's somebody else's fault or whatever. He's like, yeah. But we've... We fostered that environment. We fostered the environment yeah. oh, to honey. deny responsibility and to, um, you know, to, um, I can't think of the right word, but to change its direction. So to I accept did something mediocracy. Wrong. That's what we've done. Well, not only that, but I've done something wrong. But if I can find a way, you know, like, okay, so I cheated on a math test, but I was looking at Tommy's paper and he knew I was looking. So really, I couldn't have cheated if Tommy didn't let me. That seems to be more Tommy's fault than mine. <laughs> right? And that's that's like the society we're living in, is fucking, let's find somebody else who we can put this on. It doesn't fucking matter what it takes to get them there, just get them there. Do you want to know what really pisses me off? These motherfuckers that got trophies. Jeez, we're, we're, whoa. It's all the same, dude. It's all in the same fucking category, dude. I'm telling you right now, dude, if they offer my son a trophy and his team finishes dead last or even second to last or fuck, if he's not runner up and he's getting a trophy, he's not getting the trophy. Oh, let's get the trophy on the podcast and have him destroy it. It's symbolism, Tom. If he, I'm telling you right now. I've seen your son's team. To guarantee they're not coming in first or second. That's fucked up, man. Tom, if there are four teams in the league, they're coming in fourth. You have not seen his team this year. This year, I haven't. You're a horrible person. Is there significant improvement over last year? Yes. There's been two practices. Three. There's three practices. And you're, you're going out there, you're like, holy fuck, that's the next fucking Starbuck right there. Let's yeah, go. pretty much. We'll see. Super Bowl chance right here. Oof, there's not a Super Bowl in that league. Well, at least I'm fucking positive, buddy. Is it peewee football? Is it midget football? What is it? I don't know. It's Warriors football. Warriors. Yeah, they're anything but. Anyway, All right. let's talk about some fucking Karens, can we? I like that this episode is just full of hatred and we're just shitting on people. I love shitting. This is really my speed. All right, ready? There's a lot of these fucking things. Oh, yeah. I got all kinds of shit to drop on these people. Tom, what we're going to do right now is we're going to give people a little bit of a reminder of how the sleep scale worked. Okay, so a while back, we'll call it six months ago. I don't know how accurate that it's is. It's been a while because Pat doesn't do anything consistently ever. Variety is Except the spice of life, Tom. Tom. Variety is the spice of life. You know what you consistently do? Listen, I would be more consistent, but I am an Irish American and uh, we're all drunks. You know me. I'm a drunk. Dude, speaking about drunks, dude, we go to this fucking thing the other night. And I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but it's been really bothering me. The way that you get around in life driving. It's truly fucking astounding. To <laughs> I me. didn't drive. 
You gave the person driving the directions to get to where we were going. True or false? Factual. Okay. So the way that your brain works when it comes to giving directions. Tom, I have the sense of geography of a toddler. Yes. Like, I've been here before. This must be the right way. There can't possibly be a better way than and this. And then when I, because I knew that they weren't going the you right know way. That I, hold on. I've lived in Connecticut for. A majority of your life. It's uh, more than 20 half. years. Uh, about three or four years ago, I realized that 84, which runs east and west, does not literally go east and west. I thought 84 divided the state of Connecticut into two halves, north and south. 84 starts at the southwest corner of the state and runs to the northeast corner of the state in a perfect diagonal. And I thought the entire time that this was a lateral fucking line. That's where we're at, Tom. That's what you're dealing with when you have me controlling who's driving in which direction and how quickly we're going to get somewhere. I want you to think of that every time and go, hey, Pat, follow me. This is why I said to you, can I get the name of the place that we're going so that... Yeah, by that time, we were already halfway there. And I, there still was a faster way. Dude, we were already 45 minutes into the 30-minute trip. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then when I called Pat on this, he said, it's not a race time. What are you in a rush for? That's true. I'm keeping calm and chiving on, baby. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Good. All right. So the sleep scale. As a reminder, these are people who need to take a little nap, okay? So, these are all Karens, and they're actually... Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we're looking at some reviews. Uh, mostly restaurants. It actually, might be all restaurants. I'm not really... I don't remember. I did it earlier today, so, you know, it's been a while. Um, but they're, they're reviews, and they're basically one-star ratings. I think there's actually one three-star rating, but they're mostly one-star ratings. And we're privy to some responses from the, the establishments, which is great. And some of them were not. But uh, the way the scale works, and Tom's going to rate them. So I'm going to tell him what's going on in the in the rating. And Tom is going to rate. So he's going to give a, a one to five rating. One is, listen, kitten, take a nap. Two is, drink some NyQuil, call me in the morning. Three is, that person needs a KO punch into dreamland. Four is a coma is what the doctor ordered. And five is dirt nap needed. What's six there? Mason likes his hot dogs frozen. Nope, that's not one of them. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know why that's written there. <laughs> it's been live on the podcast for about a month now. I it's wrote, been way longer than a month. Mason, what, what was it before that? Mason uh, fucked Mason, his sister or something? Mason fucked his sister cousin or something? I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Or Mason fucked his cousin. For some reason, I write hateful notes about Mason behind me on the whiteboard. We should just write a big old fuck you Mason up there. Nice. Pat, hey, you think I should put the TV there? The one that I won? We could. I think we're gonna. It'd look good on the screen. It would. We can put the big old number nine logo there. You ready to read some Karens? Yeah, I'm done. All right, this first one. I put these in order, too, by the way. What do you mean you put them in order? Oh, In order to your timeline, yeah. Okay. Uh, M&S in hot water with mums over offensive name of one pound bakery item. Now that's one dollar. It's not. It's not pound like the weight. This one is, euro. This is obviously fucking. It's a fucking euro. What the fuck is the pound sign then? It's not a pound sign. It's a euro sign. No, they might not use pounds anymore. They might all use euros. You know what? There's only certain. Very... Fuck you, Europe. That's two. There you go. Three. Three. That's three. 
1776 was number one. That's right. So this is, it's a box of fucking three donuts. And it is labeled box of three plain Jane yum nuts. And these people are super upset about the offensive name yum yum nuts. nuts. First off, brilliant advertising strategy calling them yum nuts. Because they are in fact yummy donuts. It's it's a contraction. I mean, it, it works. Contract, contraction, once your function. That's, uh, yes, exactly. Perfect. Um, Tom, <laughs> people being upset about donuts being called yum nuts, scale of one to five. You're not going to like the answer to this, Pat. Go ahead. You need a dirt nap. Really? Yeah, dude. Like That elevated quickly. If you're that upset about fucking donuts, you need to go to sleep permanently forever. Okay. All right, next one. This one is a picture of a receipt. And on it, there's a handwritten note that says, would have tipped the bill, LOL. So then it says, the check amount is $38.36. The tip amount says, stop snitching with a heart. And the total is $38.36. So they have not tipped anything, and they just wrote stop snitching. And said that they would have doubled the, the bill with all tip value. So the story here is the waiter writes, these girls stiffed my, or the waiter's friend, these girls stiffed my friend who wouldn't serve them drinks underage. That's tacky on a normal day, but during a pandemic when restaurant workers are struggling more than ever, some making two thirteen an hour out of and out of benefits, this is disgusting. So I guarantee you that these girls were legit offended. That they wouldn't be served. And I guarantee you. Hold on. So which side are you taking on this? The waitress or the waiter all day. For not serving them underage. I'm going the other way. And I guarantee you that these kids. Because that's not the meme here is that she's upset that she didn't get tipped. Regardless of the reason why she didn't get tipped. You're the one that chose to be a waitress. It's not that she didn't get tipped, asshole. They wrote stop snitching oh. in the tip line. You know what they said, man? Waiters and waitresses. Hold on. You, you can't say you shouldn't have chosen to be a waitress or a waiter. First off, that you, could have been the work, only job that fit with their school schedule. You don't you work know. primarily off tips. You know that. Yeah. So you should break the law to make money? I never said that. Uh, well, we're, we're okay. So you're rating the. The person who posted this. The person who posted this. What's your sleep scale? Dream Nyquil, call me a name. Okay. I'm going with a three, a KO punch into Dreamland for these uh, dumb girls who wrote Stop Snitching on the Bill when Again, they were trying to drink underage. Here, here's the problem with things like this. We don't know if that's really what happened. We weren't there. We're going off other people's words. What we do know is what we have in front of us. And so based on what girls, we have in front of us. Like, you'll see future, on our future ones here, these these future Karens. Yeah. Some of these have responses from the people that they're accusing. Right? Correct. Where most of them, we're going to side with the person being accused. So what you're saying is because the two girls didn't say, oh, that's true, then you're siding with them. We don't know if that's true. We only have what's in front of us, Tom. I totally agree with you. So I think we have to take it as gospel at this point. I'm not taking it. I, Pat, you know me. I don't take anything as gospel. Anyway, because I don't believe in it. The upcoming is a one-star rating. The story says, this is fucking great. I ordered 60 or so shoots. <laughs> 60 or so sushi rolls because I thought they were on sale, but it turned out to be something else that was on sale. But anyways, 
I was also with my kids, so we were all eating sushi. And then they gave me the bill, and I saw that it was over $100, which I didn't have. And since me and my kids hadn't eaten 30 or so of the sushi rolls, I told the waitress I'd give back the sushi for a refund if, of all the sushi, we didn't eat. She refused. Now, this is all caps. She refused. It should be every restaurant's policy that the customer is always right. Always. So then I had to leave my kids at the restaurant and had to drive to the nearest ATM and get enough money for the bill. This is not okay. I will not be returning anytime soon. You going to take her side? I cannot believe this fucking restaurant, dude. <laughs> First off, this poor mother. <laughs> I don't know if this is a woman or a man. I assume it's a woman that's getting food with her sushi. What kind of dumb ding-ding? Getting food with her sushi. What kind of place? It, why did you have to get cash? Why couldn't you give me your debit card? Why do you have to order 60 sushi rolls for three people? Uh, I don't know how much a sushi roll is or how... Like, I assume it's the little pieces. I could easily eat 60... If I eat sushi, I'd eat 60 of those by myself. Jesus. I was like, I don't see the problem here. Okay, so we're... I'm not asking you about the scale anymore. You've ruined the game. Why have I ruined the game? Because you're going to rate the restaurant now on a scale? I'm not... Come on. I said, what kind of dumb-dumb does it bring... Why couldn't they take their debit card? I don't know. You also said this fucking restaurant, man. It was a joke, Pat. Okay, okay. Because you're like, oh, what are you going to judge? The fucking restaurant or the mom? So where um, where are we putting this uh, this Karen? Now, keep this in mind. Make this any food, right? So sushi's hard to picture for Listen, me. Listen, you can't return food just because you hadn't eaten it. Yeah, like, That's imagine not how trying you to return enjoyed what you did pizza. eat, motherfucker. 60 sushi rolls is crazy, Erica says. It seems to be. That well, seems like a lot. Well, you know, depending on what kind. Depending on what kind, they can be anywhere from $7 a roll to $15 a roll. So 60 would be slightly over $100. No. 60 at $7 would be $420. I was being facetious. Oh. Sounds like this restaurant's serving immediate, at low quality sushi at best. It sounds like they were on sale if the bill was only $100. Right? Yeah. Sounds like the or maybe deal. they're just small. All right. This is another one-star rating. Hold on. I didn't, I didn't get my thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, KO Punch in a Dreamland. Okay. Because she's obviously living a fucking dream. You can't return it. It's been on the table and they breathed all over it. Facts. Yeah. Well, um, this was probably before COVID. Fucking gross. Even before COVID, don't breathe on my food. This one is a one-star rating that says, The worst delivery experience of my life. After an hour and 40 minutes, they delivered the soggiest pizza I've ever seen. A sandwich that was soggy, too. And forgot the salad. They acted like no big deal. Tom, let's stop there. This is a pretty bad experience, yes? Yeah. Okay. The restaurant then responds. We did not forget your salad. You called back to add it to your order and then didn't want to pay for it. So we decided not to send you a free salad. Then, after you called back for the fourth time to complain, we remade your pizza for free and delivered it to you for free on an extremely busy Friday night. No mention of that in your review. You are welcome for the amazingly delicious non-soggy free replacement pizza. And to top it off, you sent my manager a very nasty verbal message through our delivery driver. Super mature of you as well, as threatening to our amazing young woman slash manager 
that had to put up with your antics for hours. So if you're reading this review as a potential customer, I apologize. I do not usually give someone like Jet, not his real name, by the way, this much airtime. But there are always two sides to every story. Peace out. I assume the guy that wrote this was a dude, as well as the person who wrote the review. I agree. And that's why he put in the woman manager thing. Yeah. Which, listen, playing the gender card isn't cool. Like, just let it go, man. It's cool. Um, well, uh, except for the fact that... So which was... one do you want me to rate? The, rate? the restaurant for giving out a soggy pizza or the customer <laughs> for complaining about the soggy pizza? Listen, they did give out a soggy pizza, which would have met a bad review. But if you fix what you fucked up, you do not longer, so here's longer the reserve. Thing. Here's the thing that I picked out of that whole thing. It took him calling four times before they decided to replace the pizza. Did it, or did they call four times in rapid succession, even though they were already fixing the problem? I don't know. It doesn't say that. He says, after you called for the fourth time to complain. Right. So we decided not to send you a free salad. Then, after you decided to call for the fourth time to complain, we remade your pizza for free and delivered it to you for free on an extremely busy Friday night. You see how that could be misconstrued as it took them four times? I could. I could. But for your sake, Pat, I will rate the guy who gave the one-star review. KO Punch in a Dreamland. Okay. The next one-star review. I did not realize they served shark fin soup. I read about how it causes imbalance in the ecosystem and contributing to decline of reefs. Please tell owners you do not want shark fin soup on the menu. Tom, this person's worried about the sharks and the reefs. And the fins. Seems seems like a wholehearted human being. Definitely the fence. Response from the owner. It's imitation shark fin made out of gelatin, you dense cabbage. Which, dense cabbage, might be my new favorite insult. <laughs> what the fuck is a dense cabbage? So look, man, I put this... So you had another one in here, right? And I don't know if that goes with this one. No. Okay, because it's very hard to tell. So it's in this It's one, not. So. I mean, it's... Oh, I see what you did. Uh, yeah, you can. Everybody looking at home, please tell Tom that those two things are not hard to establish are two different things. Like, well, I don't know, maybe because we only got one says two months ago and one says two weeks ago. The, but the reviews of a place, <laughs> okay, <laughs> because it says went there with my daughter. So I don't know if they're talking about they went to this place. Or not. There is a space in between them on the timeline. Okay, I don't. Listen, it was easy to make a mistake. All I'm right. going to fucking KO punch you into Dreamland in a minute. Penny can derail the freight train, baby. Listen, man, I'm going to go with... Listen, kitten, take a nap. Because she doesn't know. You know what I mean? No, I, but I agree. But for her to assume that... that... Never mind that. Never mind the assumption. Never mind being disappointed with the restaurant. Never mind all of that. She left a one-star review knowing that she didn't fucking know anything. Well, That's no, damaging she, to the restaurant. No, she said, I didn't realize that they had, like, she saw it on the menu while she was there. She I didn't she know that I was invitation. You think she ate it? No. If I, she did, she's a horrible person for writing this review and then saying, <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. You know, like, go yeah. On. Next right. one star review. <laughs> this person writes, I went with my daughter. The waiter was a very cute boy around her age and was nice enough at first. I asked him if he would like to go on a blind date with my daughter. He said no. 
Needless to say, I did not leave him a tip and also reported him to his manager. My daughter's face was all red for the rest of the meal. How dare he embarrass my daughter? Hopefully justice will be served. This Can fucking you fucking waiter. imagine how this embarrassing this waiter, parent dude. is? Oh, we're taking two different sides of this again. Never mind this one fucking instance. Can you imagine how frequently this parent embarrasses the fuck out of their daughter? If if they were brave enough to offer their daughter up on a date at a random restaurant, that's not the worst shit that this kid's been So you're not upset with the waiter? If I'm the waiter, I don't know how old he is. It says about her age. In my head, they're late teens. I don't know that that's true. If they are late teens, I'm disappointed in the waiter for not taking even quantity over quality on this. Look, listen, you're 17. You got plenty of time left, kid. Take take one for the team if you have to. Um, this mom is fucking crazy. This she mom is fucking dirt out. This mom's insane. No, maybe to the not core. dirt out. Well, um, a coma is what the doctor ordered. Okay. Maybe by the time she wakes up from her coma, her daughter will be old enough to make, to her, make her, own her own decisions. What the fuck? This next one. Hold on, hold on. I got to change it on here. I went there yesterday to celebrate my birthday. I was not happy when I asked the waitress about a free dessert. She said, we don't do that. When I left, I said to her, I usually give a tip, but today I don't do that. Oh, I get it, because they don't serve free dessert. Oh, there you go. Games are okay. Wheel of Fortune is my favorite slot game to play. What is this, a fucking Dave and Buster's? Oh, probably, yeah. So he gives a three-star review. Because he likes the games, and Wheel of Fortune's his favorite, but they don't give away free fucking, you know, like, lava cake for your fucking birthday. Tom? That's a fair, uh... I, other than this guy not leaving a tip. Now, listen, I'm... I'm big on tipping. In the bedroom and at restaurants. And, um... I don't like... Only one time in my entire life did I not leave a tip. Okay. And it was 100% deserved while I was on vacation in Aruba. Did I tell you the story? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about them making you wait while other people sat and ate. It was like 45 minutes. I waited there for my fucking check. And I was like, huh, I'm all set. Yeah, we Um, all heard about you complaining about your trip to Aruba. First world problems. Go ahead. I didn't complain about the trip. Oh, you were devastated. (laughs) You didn't leave a tip, bro. That didn't ruin my trip, Pat. I didn't complain about the trip. I complained about an experience. Tom, you emailed me and texted me about this. I did not. Okay, that's not true. That's a fucking lie. That was the morning that I bought my, uh, that's the morning that I got bamboozled. Maybe, maybe that was the start of it. Um, other than that, I think this is a fair review of whatever establishment this is. He was upset about not getting his free lava cake, but says the games are good. I, You know, I don't think this guy deserves, I, if anything, he needs a KO punch in a dreamland for not leaving a tip. I think that's a horrible thing to do. It's not the waitress's fault that they don't give a free cake on on your birthday or whatever the fuck it is. Like, it's anybody's fault. It's their choice. But it's... Okay. But the waitress isn't the owner. If it's... It's not the waitress's choice not to give you free shit. Not only that, but you're rating, right? You're rating the restaurant. So if the waitress said, hey, listen, it's not our policy to give out free cake on your birthday, but let me see what I can do. And she got you one, even if she paid for it out of her tips, right? Well, that's a five-star review right there. So now you're rating the restaurant a five-star review for something the waitress did. Right? Yeah, but the waitress is part of the restaurant. Eh. I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying. The employees make the establishment. We both know that. 
meh, to a degree. This waitress, so you're saying this waitress earned the three? No, what I'm saying is this guy's an asshole. It's not the waitress's fault. I'm assuming that she still the provided... the employees make the establishment. I'm still assuming that the waitress provided good customer service, and that's why they got a three-star review. It seems like she did. It seems like she hooked them up with a slot machine. What kind of slot machine do you think it was? I don't know. Wheel of Fortune? Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> All right. Next one-star review. The title is Ridiculous. June 2021. Solo. I love a pint. I love an Irish bar. I love a beer garden. What I don't love is when the bar staff keep serving me pints in the roasting sun and don't advise me to cover up or offer me sun cream. I'm this day and age in this. Oh, that's wow. He said I'm he meant in this day and age, you'd expect the staff to offer such services. I'm furious. I cannot express my rage. My face is red with anger and sunburn and my arms look like drumsticks. I won't be back anytime soon. This motherfucking lush. This motherfucker needs a fucking dirt hammer. He gets so drunk at the fucking outdoor bar, the beer garden, that he gets burnt and then blames the restaurant for not smothering him in fucking suntan lotion. All right, this Yelper is mad because restaurant didn't... Didn't... What the fuck? Yelper is mad because restaurant didn't them free meal in exchange for potential Instagram exposure. I'm going to skip through reading the 95 paragraphs that they wrote about this. This girl goes there and she says, I heard the food was really good. Me and my boyfriend got the calamari spaghetti something something in Naki. And we they were, I'm quoting here, all were very delicious. She said, I was so impressed that when the manager came to ask us how everything tasted, I told her some of the best Italian food I'd ever had. I have 11,000 Instagram followers, a lot of them in the area. She seemed very happy about it. I was wrong. I thought that she would be grateful for the free advertising, but when the check came, there was literally no discount at all. I thought at least one of the entrees would be taken off, but they didn't even take off the calamari or even the drinks. I won't go back here because of this. Which is a shame because the food was very good. The manager needs to understand how to treat customers. So she won't go back to this restaurant because they make her pay for the food that she eats. And she dropped a one-star review for them. What would you rate this as, Pat? I would, uh, uh, for her? I gotta tell you, I'm firm on uh, KO Punch into Dreamland on a lot of these because I feel like some of these people just need to be punched in the fucking mouth. You're right. I think that restaurant owner should be punched in the mouth. Oh my god. You're such a piece of shit. <laughs> Listen, man, this girl is this girl's getting so much attention. We're reading it here on the number nine with Tommy Podcast where we can talk about anything that we want to. And we're talking about this lady in that restaurant. Tom. I hope your death is slow so, and painful. So her reach is huge. And maybe if she would have left a good review, I would have went to that restaurant. Now I will never go there. And I'm really upset about it because it was some of the best Italian food she had ever had. The next and number, I love Italian food. The next one star rating. Ordered food for pickup. And when I got the food, my food was thrown in the bag. All the hot sauce from the wings spilled through the bag onto my phone and all over my fries. They had hot sauce all on them. They put them in the bag upside down. I called ooh, excuse me. I called back and the guy was rude and said all we can do is replace it. I couldn't come back as I don't live, excuse me, close. Terrible. Never again. 
Tom, where are you at like, on this so far? It sounds like he's never going there again because he doesn't live close. That's a great counterpoint. But also, <laughs> uh, man, sloppy food. Get the sauce all over the fries. They're going to be soggy. That happens, man. That's shit, man. So this is a response from the owner. Bree, the reason why your food was messed up is because the man who picked up your food, I assume your boyfriend, grabbed the bag and didn't handle it with care. And we had to tell him to be careful because of the hot sauce. Instead of him listening, he decided to leave the store and jump off of a six-foot wall rather than walking down the steps like a normal human being. The jump caused your food to get messed up. We offered to remake your food and have you pick it up knowing that it wasn't our fault. The manager that you spoke to was nice, and the reason why you're calling him rude was because he didn't offer you your money back for your boyfriend's mistake. We would love to prove to you that this is what really happened by having you watch the video clip. Feel free to stop by and watch the clip. Have a great day. I love it. This is so, so satisfying. Being in the customer service field for my entire adult life, this makes me so happy. Makes me happy. Uh, you know, you know what they say, Pat? Happy co-anchor. Happy life. You know what she'll never do? Sleep with that boyfriend again? Go watch that video clip. I would. That would have been the first thing I did. She will never. Because she's wrong. She was in the wrong. She rated them poorly. This, by the way, again, one-star review. She's a piece of shit. Piece of shit. Tom, do you want to do one more thing? What's that? The U.S. cities. What? You want to play a game? Not really, man. It's kind of late. Coming next, Sunday and Monday, if you're not watching live. Saturday and Monday. Saturday and Monday, if you're not watching live. The Number 9 with Tommy podcast. U.S. cities. Is it facts? Is it myths? Is it urban legends? I can tell you what it is, Pat. Is it a spelling game? It's a new podcast. Go down. Go to anchor.fm. Download the app today. You can easily make a... Uh podcast right there from your phone or tablet you think i'm making a podcast about u.s cities maybe is it foam Tom, flags like despite Sheldon did? the fact that anchor makes such an easy website that even i could do it from my phone or tablet i mean they provide me with all the tools that i need despite that fact i'm still not going to create a podcast about u.s cities but if i was going to i would do it on anchor so if our listeners wanted to do that they can go to anchor.fm and download the app today I would put money on it, much like I would do on our football league, which is $5 a week for the Pick'em League and $25 for the year for the Survivor Pool, where you can win big money and support your local podcasters, Pat and Tommy. $90 for a season for the the Pick'em League. That's a total of $115 for 18 weeks of fun. Where else can you go? Listen, the easiest way for you to find our merch right now is to go to the website, number9podcast.com, and click on the link that says merch. It's right there. Listen, I'm telling you guys, if you guys are baseball cap wearers, got it. If you guys want a new water bottle, got it. If you guys want a sticker for your car, got it. What if I want a sticker for the window of my car? Bam, got it. Interesting. What if you want two different types of stickers for the window of your car? Got it? Got it. Tom, let me ask you. If you want a new iPhone case, Pat, or a new cell phone case, guess what? Got them? Got it. Hey, Liz and I are 
hot and cold. And I don't mean in our relationship. I mean, I'm literally always running on hot. She's always freezing cold. What if I wanted a t-shirt for me, but a hoodie for her? Got it. Jesus. And we you have, have thought in, of everything. And we have them in women's hoodies. Not just like a generic hoodie, a unisex hoodie. No, 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 no. We have long sleeve shirts for women. Let me explain that this makes total sense to create separate clothing articles for the male body and the female body because they're different. This is nothing like saying we have shirts for, you know, Irish Americans or African Americans. They all wear the same fucking clothes. This makes sense. What you've done with this merch Listen, line is incredible. But what's even better than that is if you're uh, a heavy person like myself, or Patrick for that matter, and, uh, and you run in plus sizes, the sizes just don't stop at 2X. You, they go all the way up to, I think, 5X in some, sh- in some of the shirts. What if, what if you want to go to your favorite restaurant, right? But it's like a dressy restaurant, right? Jeans and a polo. Sure. But you want to represent the number one, number nine with Tommy podcast. Guess what? What better have? place to represent the number nine with Tommy podcast than your favorite restaurant? A classy restaurant is that. Guess what, Pat? They have polos. Do they really have polos? Polos. I haven't seen those. You'll see one on Friday. I'm super excited for that. Do I get one? I think, maybe. Oof. I definitely have one. Um, wow. <laughs> Wow. I didn't think, I, I don't remember. I got to check, man. I, I went back and forth on it because I was like, I don't know if that water polo. Uh, water bottles, mugs, mouse pads. The only thing that they don't have, which our other store does if you want to get one, if you're into the gaming shit, is the XL mouse pad. The gaming mouse pad. Yeah, which you know what I was thinking about doing? Because I'm fucking cool like that. We're just ordering a bunch of them, Pat, and just having them for us to sell to people. The people that want them, like we'll have them on hand. Okay, but you we'll think cross there's a big every... demand for gaming mouse pads. Listen, I'm going to tell you what. Anybody that sees this pad says that, like, if they're into gaming, right? Everybody loves this mouse pad. It's fucking great. All right. You took a weird turn on our advertising because you are now advertising the people we just like abandoned. Basically, we stuff's still there if you want to yeah. look at it. But anyway, but more importantly, I like if you got babies. Bam, they got it. Dogs, bam, they got something for your dogs. They have literally anything that you could, fucking throw pillows. Anything that you could possibly think of, they got it. So go check out the merch. Uh, see, see if there's something you're like. For the record, because I've done this many times recently, the throw pillows are 18 inch by 18 inch. All of your standard pillows that come on your couch are 18 inch by 18 inch. So what happens is you take the pillow that came with your couch shove it into the pillowcase and it looks amazing i have a thousand of them because for some reason when i bought my furniture everything came with 155 pillows i think this is the full pillow patch it's not just the case i can't imagine that it is i assume it's just the 18 by 18 cover no it's 18 by 18 pillow well that's the last thing i need i have way too many fucking pillows can we get just the cover bam got it what where are you on that one i don't know look it up looking it up ladies and gentlemen Hey, by the way, we will be rolling out more designs. Right now, it's oh, just, yeah. it's just a, been, like we're working on fucking. I've been sitting in my boxer briefs, no shirt, no flip flops, in the basement, plugging away on making new designs. Tommy called me and said, Hey, I'm going to stop by. We're going to talk about your new designs. And I said, I got to throw a pair of short shorts on. I'm just down here plugging away by myself like a fucking freak. I'm super excited. Anyway, uh, so that's the show. Uh, once again, thank you, Anchor.fm. Appreciate you. Um, make sure you're telling friends and family about the pools, the football pools, that is. Make sure you're telling friends and family about the podcast because we're getting really close to that 
uh the audience of 50 on anchor and once we hit that we're gonna get more hopefully more uh more ads if you haven't yet left a review on the podcast service that you're listening to the podcast through please review the show it counts it counts for everything about the show uh being more and more important to advertisers and once again we want to give a shout out to make it make sense podcast they gave us a shout out the other day uh just keep them in your by the way you have this entire time called the guy that we know from the make it make sense podcast damien yeah you know that motherfucker's name is damon right what d-a-m-o-n damon oh shit you have called i have called this guy damien based on you calling this guy damien his name is fucking damon Damon, Damien, it's all the same. Two completely different things. Damon Wayne's awesome. Damien you know, Wayne's? Do you know? Could be equally as awesome. Damien Wayne's. You're a silly son of a bitch. Tommy, I say good day. <laughs>